with so many obstacles facing us every day already coming from the outside, why would we choose to be the ones holding ourselves back? Welcome to the Crowned Avenue Podcast, a weekly show dedicated entirely to the journey. I am your host, Angela Dulaney. Join me as I share stories, aha moments, and insights about my own journey towards living a crowned life with a mission to encourage you to strive to live a crowned life as well. So if you're ready for the ride, let's go. Imagine spending most of your waking hours perfecting a craft that would inevitably lead you down a path of unhappiness, unfinished thoughts, and half-empty glasses. Every bright idea, exciting impulse, and bolt of motivation would uncontrollably end in dull letdowns, leaving you to feel guilty about having or pursuing said ideas in the first place. You spend time planning, writing out goals, researching, yet all those, those ideas will just end up in a pile to collect dust with all the others. And every time, every time, you ask yourself why you even tried. I have spent countless days, weeks, months, years, dare I say years? Wow, yikes. Stuck in this cycle. But it wasn't until I took time to truly inventory my life that I realized it. And inventory my life, by inventory my life, I mean look back over my life and literally take inventory of the time that I spent, the things that I spent that time on, the things I started and not finished, all that good stuff. And the things I've started and finished. I literally had to step back and check myself multiple times because I'm hard-headed, y'all. I'm hard-headed, before admitting that I spent the better part of my life honing a skill that I honestly want no parts of. (laughs) I don't want no parts of it. I get excited fairly easily, but rarely does that excitement sustain me to see things through to the end. It's not that excitement that sustains me to see things through to the end or stick with things when I get started. This mindset weighed so heavily on me at one point that I felt the only thing I was good at and could actually commit to was school. Whew, child. But the funny part is, allowing this guilt to weigh on me only made the problem worse. (laughs) Who would have thought about that? Hmm. (laughs) Dwelling on the bad only makes things worse. Um, You know, just like Proverbs 23, 7 says, for a man, so a man think of so is he. So if you haven't guessed it by now, that skill that I've spent many priceless minutes that I can never, ever, ever get back on is procrastination. Procrastination is, procrastination can really be summed up into giving up before you even start. The same way that I practiced and perfected procrastination, the art of procrastination, is the same way that I can practice and hopefully one day possibly perfect, (laughs) following through and getting things done. But the big question is, how do we do that? And if you're asking how, then you're right. That's very valid. How? Well, how? (laughs) How, Sway? So this podcast is not just a list of random generic tips, but it's really a documentation of my replacement of the lies of procrastination with the truth of whatever the matter was. So first... 
I want you to realize that real eyes recognize real lies. Ancient African-American proverb. So girl, homeboy, homegirl, you are not going to finish that paper tomorrow. It's okay. We all lie to ourselves sometimes. And we just have to learn to let self know that lies ain't going to cut it around here. So when you sense a self-induced lie coming on, check in, ask yourself, why are you putting the task off until a later date and time? If your reasoning is legit, congratulations, overachiever. If not, sit your butt down and get to work. Putting down procrastination requires us to serve pure honesty to ourselves on a platter with a cherry on top. Seriously, make honesty your main course and treat the laws of procrastination like the former members of Destiny's Child. And I'm talking pre-Kelly, pre-Michelle, because we all know that it's all about Beyonce, Kelly, and Michelle. My second documentation of replacing the laws of procrastination with the truth of the matter is titled, Congratulations, You Played Yourself. That is a quote by DJ Khaled. And that's a message. That's a message for show. Procrastination only hurts you in the end. Even if someone else is depending on you, you might hurt them, but you're going to hurt yourself in the end too. Like you're going to be disappointed in yourself. You're not going to be with that. Hopefully you'll be disappointed in yourself if you let, if you let somebody down. Um, but it's only hurting you in the end. I mean, unless you're a part of a group project, then you're that group member who ruins the project for everyone else by putting off your work. Therefore, causing the other members to pick up your slack. Hence the reason we all hate group projects. Okay, don't be that person. Don't be that person. But I'm gonna get back on track. So let me just give you some examples. If you don't write your blog post for the week on time, it hurts your brand. If you don't study for that test, before the night before, it hurts your grade. If you don't work on your college applications before the deadline, it hurts your chance of acceptance. And if you don't do your part of the group project, it hurts your reputation as a team member. Even when there are others depending on us, the person who loses the most in the procrastination game is often ourselves. Allowing yourself to put off those goals, tasks, and assignments that you need to fulfill or reach your potential is like slapping yourself in the face every day that you aren't making moves to do the things you have to do. If you're healthy in mind, body, and spirit, and most or all of your immediate needs like food, shelter, safety are met, then the only thing holding you back is you when it comes to crossing things off of your to-do list. With so many obstacles facing us every day already coming from the outside, why would we choose to be the ones holding ourselves back? Wouldn't you hate for one of those obstacles to then become yourself? Truth number three is that social media ain't gonna get you where you're trying to go. We may think that social media, we have to be online because we have to have a presence. Um, And I'm even still working on this to this day, to this day, okay? I'm still working on this. Um, but I've gotten way better, way, 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 way better. You know, what is it about swiping our thumb from the bottom to the top of our phone screens every 0.2 seconds that's intriguing enough to steal our attention away from literally hours for hours at a time from the things that we need to be putting our energy into to fuel our, you know, forward movement? What is it about that that's, that is, is glittery enough to take us away from, from the things that's going to be added to us and just pour it into something as meaningless as scrolling idly on social media. The lie of procrastination will tell you that Instagram is more exciting than doing your homework or cleaning your home or working out. 
It will tell you that the laughs you get from funny tweets are actually worth the time you should be spending on more important tasks. Lies and deceit, loud and wrong. How do you feel after you set a goal but waste so much time scrolling on social media that you have to put your goal off for another day? If social media is not your job, then spending time scrolling will always leave you in the same place that you started. It will never push you forward <laughs> unless you are, like I said, making it your job or a part of your brand and using it to pour into your goals. But that idle stuff is pointless. When it's all said and done, you'll regret the amount of time you spend on social media if it is not spent in a way that fuels you and pushes you forward. So maybe that means posting stories or um, little posts that are positive or that teach people things or share some insight, you know, that's positive. But just idly scrolling or looking through the comment section on the shade room, you know, you can have your guilty pleasures, but we don't want that to get in the way of what we're supposed to be doing. Like when we're supposed to be doing homework or when we're supposed to be studying or we're supposed to be doing something for our business or even for work. So my suggestion to you is again, something that, you know, you know the deal, you know the routine, put the phone down, maybe turn it off, or at the very least, put it on do not disturb um, until you make some progress on whatever your task is. Some, re- some research actually shows that having your phone out of sight may actually induce anxiety in us. And so that's kind of a an indicator of how connected we are to our phones, unfortunately, <laughs> in this day and age, some of us. Um, So if that is true for you, then you may need to keep it near you and that's fine. But if you try turning it face down so you don't see it light up every time you see a notification or turn on do not disturb so you don't hear it buzzing or beeping or whatever. So these truths, like I said, they're not things that I had never heard before, and they probably aren't things that you have never heard before, but it took a lot of practice for me to realize and recognize them as the truth over procrastination, as solid truths over procrastination. It still gets a hold of me sometimes, um, and you know, more often than I like to admit, but by going back to these truths, I can at least spark a little fire under my booty to get things done. Those are my reflections, just a few of my reflections on the lies of procrastination, on replacing the lies of procrastination with the truth of the matter. As always, thank you for listening. Please leave us a review. Let me know what you think. And I will talk with you all next time. See you later.